0: Man, I turned on CBS this morning, and you were on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great, man. And so, uh, it's it's a, it's 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 great to be appreciated there too.
1: Welcome to the Peach Jam Podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting, where we'll introduce you to a sampling of the truly diverse and incredibly talented musicians who call the Peach State home. Each episode, we'll profile a different artist and share songs and stories recorded live in our GPB studios in Midtown Atlanta. I'm your host, Jeremy Powell, and on this episode, you'll meet the in-demand rock and roll organist who also happens to be a music minister at a church in Columbus, Georgia.
0: Well, my name is Lloyd Buchanan. I am uh, currently residing in Columbus, Georgia, and uh, I play gospel as well as soul music. Yeah, you uh,
1: took us to church tonight. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. just a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, the way we, we record this is the music's first and then the interview's second, and yeah, that was,
0: a, that, that, it was spiritual. Good, good, good. And uh, surprisingly, th- we end every show with that song. I love to remind people that things can look crazy right now, but the beauty of gospel music, it always reminds us that things are better. Um, uh, They can't always be better. And so that's the beauty of it. And so I always love to capture that as a part of our concerts.
2: blow your heart. There's a world out here. Just one big mess. Gabriel, blow your heart. We were created to love. taught to hate. Gabriel, blow your heart. We believe the lies that them our fate. Gabriel, blow your heart. i said say now.
1: Take me back to the beginning when you started, because I'm imagining a young little Lloyd in yeah. church at four years old
0: singing in the pulpit. <laughs> Is, am I correct? You are correct. I uh, started singing very young. My mother was an amazing singer, and so I had the privilege of singing with my mother. Uh, I used to sing the song called When You See Me Coming, I got Jesus on my mind, but I couldn't pronounce the words, you know, so it's when you see me coming, it was all crazy. But uh, uh, singing for me really extends back to childhood. Uh, And also around 11, I started having this opportunity to play and to play piano. Our church was getting rid of an old acoustic piano that they had in the church and uh, was seeking for someone to get it. And my dad and mom volunteered our home and it sat in our home for a moment, but I took interest to it. And uh, my mom would walk around the house, you know, just singing I would get to the piano and try to find and pick out and uh, play by ear. So it was good. So that's my childhood, man, just growing up playing. And the other thing is I grew up right down the street from these amazing musicians that have gone on to win Grammys and everything. Uh, And we would go out in the the backyard and take keyboards because our parents got tired of us with all the noise in the house. (laughs) We would take these instruments out on the porch and we would have to take turns of whose porch we could be on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we would go out on the porch and play church and just have these singing songs uh, opportunities with our neighbors and just have fun. So my upbringing was all about music from my church, from my family, and my aunts and uncles to even the kids that I grew up around. So. of the
2: free home of the brave, your home. Wealth of a nation built by slaves. Gabriel, blow your heart. With a hunger for greed and a thirst for power. Gabriel, blow your heart. We're too blind to see. We're in this last great hour. Gabriel, blow your heart.
0: Where was it? Uh, it was a House of the Living God in Manchester, Georgia. Yeah, it's not a big town. No, 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 it wasn't a big church. <laughs> it's small. <laughs> it's not a big town at all, yeah. bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can pass through it, but it's it's a good place to be.
1: How long were you in Manchester?
0: I was there 18 years. Okay. Uh, from birth till going off to college. And then where did you go to school? I went to Lagrange College. Okay. And, uh and uh, had a great time there. Met a couple of amazing professors there. Uh, One of my favorites is Randy Hexer, who's a resident here in Atlanta, uh, with jazz piano. And so I studied with him and Trey Wright on jazz guitar, who really expanded my mind to thinking about more than just church and uh, arranging and composition. So it was good.
1: Is music like something that's just inside you or is it something that you've learned or is it both?
0: I think it's both. It's uh, It's been something, it was a journey that started really with feeling and growing and learning to love it and uh, it became a part of everything that we did. Um, I was telling the story the other day to some friends of mine that uh, recess at school, we, I went to a small school, mm-hmm. uh, recess at school, you know, you have the option to go outside and play and do all that, and uh, we didn't have a sports team or anything like that, but you can go outside and play. I chose, along with my friend Alonzo, to stay inside and we would just at a piano, just make tracks and have a great time. And so it has been a part of who I am uh, for a long time. And uh, for the longest, it was it's it's playing by feeling, mm-hmm. but I really couldn't communicate with everyone um, how to play what I played, you know. And so, uh, going to school and learning more about music and music theory allowed me to be able to express these ideas that I had in my head and that, that, what I felt um, to others, uh, you know. And it, at least we had a starting place in vocabulary of this is what i'm i'm trying to achieve
1: so when you were in school in lagrange that's where you learned to be a band leader like you are now
0: yeah 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 oh yeah it expanded and playing with some talented musicians who are waiting for you to say do this do this don't do this how you want to do this you get asked 20 questions and it really exposed uh exposed me to, to really starting to lead. Uh, they were willing to follow, I just didn't know what to tell them. And so going to school in LaGrange and studying with Trey and studying with Randy and studying with Tony Anderson really expanded that. And then what took you to Columbus? Um, you, you, crazy part, there was a guy there, um, and I, I will always give him his props. There's a guy there named Charlie Bynum. Uh, he had heard I visited Columbus and played there on Oregon uh, for a huge gospel concert that had come to town, uh, and Charlie was the bass player. That was the bass player for the event, and he and I connected there. My eyes was always coming up to Atlanta to play at Apache to play at Sambuca. Columbus was never on my mind. You know, mm-hmm. I, was, I was always going north, and uh, you know, a meeting. Um, Meeting Charlie was, and he was like, "Man, I got this band, you know, called DSOED. Man, you ought to." And he he really invited me to be a part of this Columbus scene, but it's through that connection there that I met a lot of, even part of the band that played tonight. Um, was from that experience and really getting connected uh the second thing was a church there uh saint john ame was a church where i connected there after after serving in lagrange going to that church is where we we met other members of the band and so uh it was a a partly church and also with uh charlie
2: Picture of you today seems like you have the bond saw a picture of you today you were dancing find the words to say. Don't know why you didn't choose to stay. Oh, but I'm grateful for the lessons that we learned. Yeah, I'm grateful for the lessons that we learned.
1: And let's talk about the music scene in Columbus. It's... <laughs> you you said it off air you know it's a town that's trying and and it's you know it doesn't get a ton of people there it doesn't get a ton of shows but the people who are there it seems active so say it for the people who have never been even to that part of the state what's the music scene like
0: um the music scene it's. Uh, the best way for me to express it is if you've heard music from Muscle Shoals, and there's something about the river, there's, some, there's something about water, uh, being right down the Chattahoochee. Um, it is soulful, it is It is churchy. Um, there are people that came out of Columbus that most people would never think came out of Columbus, uh, people like the R&B artists like Joe, for that whole region. Uh, really, uh, th- there's a there's a soulfulness. There's a um, there's an expressiveness. Church is a big thing uh, in Columbus. Most of the musicians are a part of some church network, whether it be uh, larger Caucasian churches or large Black churches, or, or even some of the the storefront. There's some singers in Columbus that you have never heard that will completely sing your face off. But they're just hidden gems and honestly for us, uh, it kind of feels like that Columbus really is that hidden gem. Um, you got the 75 corridor that takes you through Macon, th- takes you through Valdosta. You have the 85 corridor that takes you through Lagrange, on through Auburn, and all the way through uh, to t- toward you know uh, Montgomery. So those feel like they're on the path. Columbus, you have to get off the interstate, and they made an interstate to come to Columbus. Just you know for the sake of call 185, bro. Nobody, yeah it wasn't a thing (laughs) um but it's if you turn on if you turn on 185 in the middle of the night bro turn your lights on bright because it's dark coming to us but when you arrive it is this hidden gem that is right on the river that is that 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 can be such a soothing and soulful place and uh, I've enjoyed and I think I've grown in that place to learn um to embrace it that, that 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 hidden gem but we haven't been hidden too long we we we're coming out man but it's uh if if you're thinking about playing a concert come to Columbus we're there you know
1: I like what you said about how the music scene in Columbus and the church scene in Columbus kind of intermingle. And and there's a lot of, I guess, crossing over between the two.
0: So what is it that you do every day? Uh, Every day for me is trying to figure out how to make that connection happen. Um, I've had the privilege of being a connector, Mm -hmm. uh, a person that connects people uh, with opportunities, Uh, and opportunities to us, you know what I mean? And so every day, my day looks like getting up, being on the phone, connecting, trying to figure out what's the next place to play, or uh, the artists that are calling now, because like I said, Columbus was a hidden gem, and there have been some of these excellent opportunities, like um, there was a band out of England that heard heard us, and were like, we don't ever want to do music without you guys. So every record that they've done since, uh, the house that Dirt built. They came to Columbus to record it. Uh, Alabama Shakes, when they were doing their thing, like, we cannot find anybody to get us, you know, the sound that we're looking for. But there's this guy in Columbus, and so I connected with girls I was going to church with and said, hey, this is an opportunity. And they have now gone on the scene with Emily King, Alabama Shades, Roger Waters. It's like, it's, it's a connecting. And so my job every day is to find a way to connect us uh, to two larger avenues, whether it be bringing artists to Columbus and hosting them and saying, hey, when we call, answer. Or um, finding ways for us to record and be on larger projects. Um, uh, I am a dad, so in the middle of trying to be a professional and to play, you know, everywhere, it's also uh, trying to be a father and make sure we're good. You know, school is great, homework is done. All right, let me do this session right quick, <laughs> but be working on homework. You know what I mean? So it's fun. It's, it's-
1: yeah. I mean, when you talk about the, the band from England, that's a band called The Heavy yeah. and and you've played with them. And then you mentioned Alabama Shakes. You've played on the Grammy stage. Yeah. You've composed music that's been used on on national campaigns yeah. uh, and you're doing all this as an ambassador for Columbus, Columbus Georgia. Georgia. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love it too, man. Uh, It's one of the things I've even shared with some of the younger musicians. A lot of times it's, it's this idea, if I go to the next place, that's my break. And not always, sometimes being here and completely showing the world that I'm a complete Bad Joker, man, I'm right here, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't have to run from Columbus to show the world, I can do it from here. And I wake up every day with that in mind. Let's do it, let's write, let's compose, let's arrange, let's connect, we're still here. And so yeah, that's my, that's that's how I feel about it.
1: Are you in an in-demand Musician,
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> I am. Yeah. You know, and, and and I have it. I've had to learn no, uh, mm-hmm. and because there's a there's a freedom and a professionalism in no mm-hmm. um, that you don't want to overcrowd, or I want to give my best self to each person. I don't want to give them the guy that was tired and worn out from you know. This morning, last night, um, but yeah, it it has been. Uh, I have about three projects that are in queue right now that have to be done by Wednesday. Uh, all <laughs> Oregon music, and so I'm happy about it, man.
1: But all right, so for for people who are listening to this in hearing you say, yes, I'm an in-demand musician, we gotta tell them some names. Tell me some people you've worked with, some projects you've worked on that
0: people will know. So uh, I've had the privilege uh, of accompanying uh, Olita Adams, I've had the privilege of accompanying uh, Joe, I've had the uh, the privilege of accompanying uh, John B. Uh, I've had the privilege of being televising accompanying Tom Jones uh, for Jules Holland Live. I've had the opportunity to travel with Brittany Howard to work with Nate Smith, to work uh, with Robert Glasper, and it's just, the list goes on, man, but it's been fun.
1: Is that humbling for you?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'm reminded often when I'm in those rooms how <laughs> how much, I, how small I feel in those rooms. I try not to act like a fan guy mm-hmm. uh, often, often. but it's, it's a privilege to be in those rooms with those artists. So playing with, so you said with Tom Jones
1: on Jules Holland, yeah. so that's on BBC. Yeah. So you were in London yeah. on the BBC playing yeah. with a living legend, Tom yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Walk me through that, okay. like how does so, that happen? I'm there to record with Brittany Howard. Okay. And uh, I'm playing organ for Brittany Howard. Tom Jones is a guest artist for the night. He's gonna help Jules host the night. And uh, as we're doing sound check, Tom Jones walks over to me and said, you have that sound. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you so much. Um, About 20, 30 minutes later, Jules Holland comes over and says, hey, Tom, would love for you to do the song with us called uh, Strange Things Are Happening Every Day. I was like, okay, cool. Just give us kind of that walking bass line and churchy organ. I'm like, cool, cool. We did that song, they came back for, hey, we also want you to do, and it it just went from there. So uh, just being in his presence and him hearing how I approached the music with Britney, uh, exposed me to this artist that I'm going like, oh my gosh, it's Tom Jones, you know? And you're just Lloyd
1: Buchanan from Manchester, Georgia, playing in London. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's fantastic, trust me, I love it, man. And then you also
0: come back home and and play at church? Yeah. Yeah. Most most Sundays you'll find me at Revelation Missionary Baptist. That's where, you know, every Sunday and I work hard to be back there on Sundays just to have a great time with uh, my church family there. But yeah. Do people at church know? Like, do they do they know how good you are? You know, um, I think they appreciate. You, you know how you 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 around someone all the time. Oh like, man, that's Lloyd, and then they'll turn on the television and go like, Oh my, that's Lloyd. And so I'm I'm often uh, excited when I come back. You know, it's it's another show. You know, you come home, you're like, Okay, you show up on Sunday. Man, I turned on CBS this morning and you are on. I'm like. Yeah, 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 It's great, man. And so uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's great to be appreciated there, too. So, yeah.
2: Hi, it's Terry Gross,
1: the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.
0: Listen, I came tonight to just sing one song. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what you're going through. I just want to sing one song to remind you that everything is going to be all right. Guys, can we play this song? Oh, yeah. No, man, y'all didn't sound convincing. I said, can we play the song? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. One, two, three, here we go.
1: What's your favorite church song to play?
0: Ooh. Um, I think um, My Tribute by Andre Crouch. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up, that was one of my favorite songs to play with my mother, and she would sing it amazingly. And so, Somehow playing that song always connect me back with her, because uh, she's passed. She passed in 2003, and so some of these songs remind me of that time of getting to be her accompanist. Yeah. I don't.
1: I don't think I know that one. How's it go?
0: Um, how can I say thanks for the things you've done for me? Things so undeserved, yet you came to prove your love to me.
2: The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am, all that I hope to be, I owe it all to thee. To God be the glory. To God be the glory to God, be the glory for the things he has done. So, Did your
1: mom get to see your success?
0: No, no. And I think that um, my mom, had to endure me being a teenager (laughs) and doing dumb stuff and not really taking it as serious. And so she was still here with us um, during the early years of college. And so she began to see the change and the transition of he's really taking it serious, he really is doing it. But she never got to see this that happened. And um, and in some ways I, I I still find that this is a tribute to her. Um, and just saying, Mom, I'm trying, you know? And uh, and taking this serious. Um, music was not something that she was able to pursue during her life, you know? She was a school teacher, she was a mom, and she chose that life for, for us, you know? Uh, and so this is kind of my way of paying her back. yeah. What do you think she'd
1: say to you now?
0: I think she had crack me on top of the head of why, take, why did it take so long? Um, but I think she will be proud. Um, I've evolved as a person. I've evolved as a musician. And um, there are some things that she and I would disagree on. Uh, uh, I grew up in a house where she she wanted gospel to be sang, wanted gospel to be uh, the main focus of everything, and so much so that she didn't allow us to listen to you know, you know the mm-hmm. Al Greens and the you know Bobby Caldwell of the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found I discovered that later on in life to come back to it, um, but I think she, my mom, was a very open person about the expression of music. And uh, she would read lyrics before she sang the song. And so I think our middle ground is understanding the message of the song. Uh, More than whether or not it was gospel or not, the message of the song is what's important. Thanks for listening to the Peach
1: Jam Podcast. Find the complete musical performances from Lloyd Buchanan on the GPB YouTube page. This is the final episode of the Peach Jam Podcast for this season. If you know a band of artists that should be on the next season of the Peach Jam Podcast, send an email, peachjam at gpb.org. The Peach Jam Podcast is produced, edited, and hosted by me, Jeremy Powell. Sandy Malcolm is our executive producer. Sound engineering and recording was provided by Sounds Good. Follow us on Instagram at Peach Jam Podcast and look for Peach Jam on TV wherever you watch Georgia Public Broadcasting. In the meantime, please find and support live local music in independent record stores in your area.